News Radio 95 WXTK. It's Jim Canaan for the vacationing Ed Lambert. One more hour to go. Beautiful Tuesday morning. Special guest in studio, Laura Kelly. Good morning. Good morning. The uh, Perhaps how people know you best is the founder, director, POCA, Protect Our Cape Cod Aquifer. You've been working as POCA for several years. We'll get into that a little bit later. Laura's with me for the whole hour. This is a hyper-local Cape issue, as I mentioned uh, mentioned before 9 o'clock. So we'll be happy to uh, have you participate. Any questions about the topic, which is, right now, the proposed amendment to the House Rule Charter, Barnstable County Bill of Rights. This has sort of been a percolating story in the last few weeks or so. It's been a, a sort of a, a topic that's been brought up once in a while on the, the radio show here. Why don't you introduce yourself first to the audience and then talk to us about what the Barnstable County Bill of Rights is and why we need one. Great. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Hi. I'm Laura Kelly. I live in Northeast Ham, happily, a Cape native, uh, 11 generations. I was born and raised actually in East Dennis. And I really think about the next 11 generations, and that's what gets me stimulated to create an organization called POCA. Protect our Cape Cod Aquifer. It's pocacapecod.org to check it out. And what we're doing is just concerned citizens got together about two and a half years ago and said, you know, we can probably do more. Let's see what we can do. So going from stemming from that has brought other people came together and we are now putting things in writing. Um, I think it was three years ago, I went to what's called democracy school, CELDEF, the Community Environmental Legal Defense Fund.org, if you want to check it out. Environmental Defense Fund. So is, is this where the Barnstable County Bill of Rights, is it... it it, the ground level, the groundwork is the environment. Correct. Okay. So this is all about, I see it, it's really simple. I just want to drink the water here. That's it. Yep. And I think about our future. What can we do now for the next 11 generations? So, yeah, I started playing around with some local laws, and we learned how to write bylaws and ordinances and rights. And I brought the teachers here to the Cape. And 15 diverse people joined. It took us, uh, you know, the course. We made it through. And we decided to get together for about a year in my living room <laughs> on Monday nights, every other Monday night. And we, how do you get 12 people to agree on something? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's taken a while. But we have uh, a document with six articles now. Call, we're calling it the Bill of Rights for Barnstable County. Is there a name of the organization that participated in this brainstorming? Well, we call ourselves the Barnstable County, uh, you know, environmental team. You know, we've got all sorts of ideas, but now we're just really concerned citizens thinking about our future. All right. So you put together a, a bill of rights. 
Mm-hmm. Is this the best way to call it? A, a Barnstable County Bill of Rights? Mm-hmm. All right. And there are six, six articles. Six articles. Um, and it reads like a constitution, if I might be able to phrase it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, this, for example, Article 1, right to self-governance. Mm-hmm. As all political power is vested in and derived from the people. And I'm just going to jump ahead. It's basically it, to protect the health, safety, and welfare of natural persons in our natural community. That's it. Simple. How? Okay. So you took this to the Assembly of Delegates last week, the Barnstable County Assembly of Delegates. And tell me what happened there. Wow, we're jumping around. Okay, so it started on January 20th, where we introduced what we're proposing. Uh, the goal is to get it on the ballot in November. So all Cape citizens can have the opportunity to decide for themselves if they have a right to clean drinking water. If they have a right to sustainable local food system, it's really basic. And it needs to get past the Assembly of Delegates by a 66% vote in favor. Um, and so that's where we're at. We went back on the agenda, let's see, it was February 17th. And we were asked to return because there wasn't enough time for this topic. So we just went back on March Second, and what a fun experience that was to actually have people stand up and speak for or against the spill of rights. Mm-hmm. One of my most amazing days in the three years I've been doing this. Really incredible. Now the barn, the Assembly of Delegates is a weighted body, meaning someone from a more populated town has. The Assembly of Delegates means one delegate per town. How many towns do we have on Cape Cod? Fifteen. That's right. So there's 15 delegates. So Provincetown delegate is Dr. Brian O'Malley, blah, blah, blah. Right. Now, the trick with the percentage on vote is that each delegate has a different percentage. Right. So you needed, you were talking 60% for approval? Was that what it was? The exact would be 66% needed. Or, or greater, obviously. Okay. Um, and how fun is it to see the actual numbers when you're looking at <clears throat> the lower cape versus the upper cape right, when right. it comes to something like this, yes. right? <laughs> so, little you know, Provincetown. like Truro and Provincetown, right? There's much smaller. 1% for yep. Provincetown, Wellfleet, and Truro each, whereas Barnstable's 21%. Falmouth is 15%, and so on and so on. So at the meeting, or at the presentation last week, what happened? It was a packed audience. Totally full. We brought in extra chairs. Thank you, Cave Citizens, for coming out and being a part of this process that's going to affect all of us. This is our chance. And 18 people got up and spoke in favor of the Bill of Rights, for whatever reasons they had, I am an organic grower. I have the right to sell and produce, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, oyster fishermen got up. Mm. Um, people thinking about the energy. Um, 
people thinking about, of course, Eversource with herbicides, spraying on the power lines and shutting down the power plant in Plymouth, blah, blah. There were so many. It was just, to me, it was so beautiful. Um, and there were three people opposed, and their, you know, reasons were kind of common sense, but it felt like they didn't actually read the Bill of Rights. One was about finances. It's going to cost nothing to pass the Bill of Rights. It's not going to cost more for the Assembly of Delegates or Barnstable County. It's not about money. It's not about a religion. It's not about politics. We all drink the same water here. Right. We've got to come back. Back to that level. This is for everybody's protection. How would Cape Codders be protected with this Barnstable County Bill of Rights? Good question. Okay, so we have this thing called <laughs> the preamble okay. to the Barnstable County Charter. And basically, their rights were never defined in the original charter. Whose rights? This is a preamble to the Barnstable County Bill of Rights. Uh, uh, Barnstable County Charter. Sorry. Which was written in 17-something or other, whatever, whenever Barnstable County was founded. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I don't know, actually. Like, yeah, no, neither written. one of us had that on our fingertips. <laughs> so. But that's what we're talking. We're talking historic. Yeah. Absolutely. So this is a, it's called a rights, uh, rights-based ordinance. Okay. It's hard to say. <laughs> it's a legislation that would impose no cost to the county. Big deal. It's uh, the preamble to the Barnesville County Charter declares as a role of county government to gain for ourselves certain rights. But these rights were never defined in the original charter. Gotcha. So that's what we're doing here. We're just like citing uh, is called a home rule charter. Our own community's rights should um, be written, and we've written six that we believe is mandatory right now, and they should prevail over things like state-sanctioned corporate chemical trespass. You know, they should um, protect us from things like radiation, you know, overuse of, you know, anything chemical, put it that way. It's News Radio 95 WXTK. I'm with Laura Kelly of POCA, Protect Our Cape Cod Aquifer, and we're talking about the, can I call it the proposed amendment to the Home Rule Charter, the Barnstable County Bill of Rights? Correct. We're taking your questions at 508-775-9985. I have... Questions, a few. First of all, I I don't see anything. I don't, I, well, I'll put it simply. I don't see anything wrong with this. Um, but I do wonder how it would be enforceable. It's Don't use that word at all. Okay, that's a good nope. point. We're not enforcing anything. We are not putting costs on anything. All this does is give Barnstable County legal standing. So, you know my favorite topic, Eversource, yes, wanting I do. to spray herbicides on our power lines? Yep. Well, let me tell you, I've gone to all 15 Cape Cod boards of selectmen, asking they write documents against this for two years in a row, they have. So, why does Eversource spray for the last three years on Cape Cod, despite 
the selectmen's wishes of their town because the state overrides the town. And this will give Barnesville County legal standing. Okay. It allows the people to have a voice. It just gives us more bite. Great. All right, we're going to uh, pause for a moment. We'll check in with Walt Perkins in the WXTK newsroom. We'll be back with Laura Kelly. It's News Radio 95 WXTK. I'm Jim Kane, and for the vacationing, Ed Lambert. Walt, what's coming up at 930? Jim, Barstable's new school superintendent, makes a good first impression with the town manager. We'll have that story coming up. We'll have sports, traffic, and weather as well. I'm Walt Perkins, News Radio 95 WXTK. News Radio 95 WXTK. I'm Jim Kane, and for the vacationing at Lambert, my guest this morning till 10 o'clock is Laura Kelly of POCA, Protect Our Cape Cod Aquifer. She's a member of a, a group that has uh, a proposed amendment to the home rule charter of the Barnstable County Bill of Rights. Before uh, we get back to Laura, we uh, invite your participation at 508-775-9985. And Courtney in Orleans uh, for Laura Kelly. Good morning, Courtney. You're on WXTK. Good morning, Jim. Great job you're doing. Uh, I just wanted to thank uh, Laura for her efforts and the group uh, that she's working with, uh, in particular the herbicide issue. Uh, I think if folks out there uh, did some more research on their own, they'd have a lot more concern about the widespread use of Roundup or or glyphosate, as it's known in the industry. Um, There is a, a, a very large body of evidence building that directly correlates uh, serious health concerns like autism and uh, glyphosate. And uh, before, just as a, as a common sense uh, way of thinking, we need to eliminate here on Cape Cod uh, these, the wholesale application of this herbicide sure. until the data is clear. Courtney, we're going to get into the that. The rate of autism in the last 20 20- Courtney, we're going to get into that with Laura a little bit before the show's over, but do you have a, a specific question you'd like to bring up right now? I just wanted to, to find out uh, if you had any new uh, studies that, that uh, you know of uh, beyond the MIT scientist studies and the California studies uh, linking uh, uh, autism. Thank you, Courtney. Thank you so much, Laura. Yes, um, you can go to pocacapecod.org. I update that website almost on a daily basis. On the right-hand side, um, there will be the scientists that I actually believe in and have been working with for, I'm going to say, five years in all of my research. I rely on them. So that's P-O-C-C-A, CapeCod.org. Thank you. All right. Laura Kelly is my guest, and we're talking about the uh, the, the Barnstable County Bill of Rights. This is done. This is finished. It is written. It is handed in the assemblies. It's in the assembly's hands at the moment, and it has been tabled, which means they just need more time. Okay. And we believe it'll be the 16th of March that we're on the agenda next, simply for them to vote on the Bill of Rights. All we're asking is for it to pass that meeting to be allowed to get on the ballot in November. Don't you think it's up to the people? that live here, that vote here, to have a right to see how they want to live. So Cape Codders will have, if this passes, the Assembly Assembly Delegates. Delegates. In November, there'll be a ballot question. Correct. Yep. And that will state something along the effects. Do you approve or do you support 
Mm-hmm. Um, Approve or disapprove? Yes or no? It's be something helpful. And that's, um, you know, getting back to the actual Bill of Rights, just to explain a little bit more please. about it. You know, there's one uh, we've been just saying about um, clean drinking water. We have a right to access, to use, to consume, to preserve water from natural water cycles of our sole source aquifer. Mm-hmm. So this means, you know, we can't poison it. We are we should have a right to this. So big or larger companies can't come in. That's what and you mean, right? Contaminate uh, a. a- private entity because certainly uh, if i were to pour oil motor oil into uh jail yeah exactly (laughs) right so this is to protect the public the the homeowners against a a commercial entity coming in or already here right too this 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 is this is for industry that's already on cape cod anything doesn't matter yeah, it could be Pilgrim Power Plant, Plymouth, yep. you know? I mean, we, right Radiation. down the road, we have a lot of medical waste, you know, which is certainly, um, you know, highly controlled. But if there were, you know, God forbid, some kind of disaster, um, not necessarily that you'd want to take on Cape Cod Hospital, but uh, if there was negligence involved, that might so have some. This might have just something to let to you know, there's over 200 other counties throughout the United States that have already done this okay. and protected themselves through big things, you know, like hydro fracking, waste disposal, factory farming, mining. You know, we can do this for drinking water and f- organic farming. On that we? note, I'd like to take a quick call from Bill and Bourne who wants to talk about Flint, Michigan, which is... Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's go right to Bill before we take the uh, break for the 930 News. Good morning, Bill. You're on the air with Laura Kelly. Yeah, Tim, uh, good morning. Um, you know, it's not knowing how to do something. It's knowing when. And with Flint, Michigan, uh, being in the news almost on a daily basis nationally... And I, I, did I hear a news report that Keating is in town? I mean, uh, you know. That's correct. You know, getting a, uh, an interview with Keating and. Uh, in town? And, and, you know, and, and use Flint and, and right in the, in the middle of Keating's area, there's a potential Flint. Um, hmm. And Laura's got all the uh, uh, facts and figures, and she's not looking for anything other than to be recognized. Hello? Um, so I understand. Idea. So you're looking for the congressman to uh, to dive right into this? Yeah, why not? Gotcha, Bill. Okay, it's a good idea. I'll call him. Thanks. Thank you, Bill. It's News Radio 95 WXDK. My guest is Laura Kelly, the founder and director of POCA, Protect Our Cape Cod Aquifer, and she's part of a uh, uh, group of people that have gotten together for the proposed amendment to the Home Rule Charter. This is a percolating issue for Cape Codders. And we're tackling it right now. Time flies. We'll see if we get as much information as we can. And your calls on News Radio 95, WXTK. I'm Jim Kane. And for the vacationing Ed Lambert, let's head to the 930 News. This report is brought to you by Geico. Jim Kane sitting in for the vacationing Ed Lambert, News Radio 95, WXTK. Our guest till 10 a.m. is Laura Kelly of Polka. Protect our Cape Cod aquifer. We're talking about the Barnesville County Bill of Rights. Thanks for staying with us. We got some calls we're going to get to, uh, but first we want to talk about more, some more of the articles that are uh, in this Bill of Rights, Laura. So I'm going to turn it over to you and uh, take it away. Sure. There's another one called a right to sustainable local foods. 
So don't you think we have a right to grow, raise, produce, and sell or distribute foods generated from sustainable farming practices here on Cape Cod? I think we do. I think this is, you know, it's almost like no brainers, right? <laughs> we have a right to water. We have but a right we, to food. We, we have that <laughs> right already, we, though, right? We don't have them written down in the Garnsville oh. County See, Charter that's where anywhere. I think most people, maybe like myself, have a hard time on getting their head wrapped around this. Is that, well, no one's stopping you from growing your, your own radishes Not already. yet. But other places in the country are sure are going through things. So my favorite thing to do, if anybody's interested, feel free to Facebook friend me. My name is Laura Kelly. That's K-E-L-L-E-Y. Every day I learn what's going on around the world. Right. And I try to bring a little bit of it here. I'm really an optimist. And I'm happy. So, <laughs> so you know, getting into these deep, dark topics is, you know, <laughs> So this interesting. is, I think, this is might be the, well, at least in my mind, the one of the points of this is to protect Cape Codders because these freedoms aren't guaranteed on paper. In the future, that's right. Oh, on paper now, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And for our future, what do we know is going to happen? We don't. Why not put it down on a little piece of paper? So here's one. The people, as sovereign, Barnesville County government is governed by the voters, right? So if we vote for something, you know, like if our selectmen say, we don't want this, Hello, <laughs> why is it still happening? You know, it just gives more standing. That's it. That's all this is, is a piece of paper that gives us more grip. So we have a right to self-governance. Who would take up the banner if we, were, Laura and I were talking off the air, like, for example, Nestle. We're just going with a hypothetical. <laughs> a, a company, a corporation wanted to come in and utilize the resources that are on Cape Cod uh, but and then, in effect, spoiling our environment. Who and then and violating these bill of rights? Would it take a, a, just a lawsuit by a, a citizen group or an attorney that might say, you know, you're so th- th- that's a difficult thing to I think understand for some people. Again, it's how, how is it enforceable? And who would do the enforcing? Yeah, we're not saying that word at all. The word enforcement, the word money, there's no cost to this. And we are not legally enforcing anything. It's just a piece of paper that gets us closer to doing the right thing. You know, in protecting our natural resources on Cape Cod, thus in return protects ourselves. So what happens if our drinking water becomes contaminated? Bye-bye, Taurus. Bye-bye, land value. I mean, everything starts to change. Glyphosate is a big deal. Huge. Still allowed on our counters and our shelves and our local stores. People, it is deforming children around the world. How is this allowed above an aquifer? These are no-brainers. It's really... So uh, I call this such a common-sense summary that includes our Bill of Rights. That it, it's almost like, a, it, you know, it's dumbed down in a way. It's a no-brainer. We should all be in a situation where we understand we drink the water, we grow food here, and we have rights, right? Your group um, presented the, the uh, program, if you will, at the Assembly of Delegates last week, and some of the folks that spoke uh, 
according to the Barnstable Patriot, Ed DeWitt, executive director of the Association to Preserve Cape Cod, argued that the Bill of Rights would help safeguard our environment, which is our economy. Imagine a Flint-type occurrence on Cape Cod. This is what Laura is getting at and what it would do to our economy. Can you talk about some of the people uh, that are supporting this? Absolutely. We have a lot of supporters from Sarah Peak. She completely, our state representative who lives in Provincetown, is for our Bill of Rights. Um, let's see, we've got Benjamin DeRider, who is the chair of the Brewster Board of Selectmen. He actually wrote in support of the Bill of Rights. He says, um, yeah, he says it will help to provide the tools necessary to protect our communities, maintain our drinking water, promote the development and sustainability of our local food system, and empower municipalities to develop a clean, renewable energy. So it's a tool. That's the way I like to say this. This is just a tool to put in our toolbox. We're not saying we're going to go enforce anything. It's really a one-step kind of a situation, and this is step one. I see some uh, business people that are uh, in favor of this also. If you could address the Assembly of Delegates right now, which I'm giving you the opportunity to, what would you tell them or say? I would love to say that we seek a unanimous vote of 100% positive uh, support for the Barnesville County Bill of Rights because we all have rights here on Cape Cod to, um, to take care of ourselves. And this doesn't allow another job for anybody. We're not asking the Barnesville County to have more responsibility. We're not appointing anybody. We don't need to pay anybody. It's simply part to be added to the Barnstable uh, Charter. Mm-hmm. It's an amendment. It's also called a home rule. It's like an ordinance. It's not a law. It's not legal standing. It it is legal. It will give us more legal standing. That's how we say it. Gotcha. More legal standing. 508-775-9985. My guest this morning is Laura Kelly. Or let's head to the phone. We'll take Ron and Marion. Ron, do you have a question for Laura Kelly? Hi. Um, I I have a few problems with this, and and that the problems are with things that seem to be no-brainers, which means that they haven't really been thought through. For instance, she says that there's no enforcement and it does not involve money, but in Article 8, it says specifically enforcement by Bonesville County or any residents who Laura's ready to address that. I was okay. just going to say, um, in the last uh, Assembly of Delegates meeting, we removed on that particular document number three and number eight. So we've narrowed it down to six articles only because there was uh, a lot of issues with that. So thank you for bringing that to our attention. We have updated it since then. There's a, another issue, which is, that nothing, and I've read the whole thing, and nothing in here isn't already covered by the state and local, state and federal government. And suppose you say that residents have the right to grow, raise, and produce foods. What about the zoning laws and if somebody who wants to start a row of corn in their front yard? Uh, what about, um, you know, the, the uh, uh, zoning laws for that cover the businesses and what kind of act? commercial activities can occur in residential areas. 
Thanks a lot, Ron. Those are interesting points. You know, uh, town zoning and planning boards, boy, they they wield a big hammer. and they. We're talking about having them be organic versus uh, non-organic, I'd say, that way. Um, it's almost about um, if your neighbor sprays on their land and it crosses over onto your property, it's called chemical trespass. Okay. That's what we're trying to define here when saying that. Granted, they're short, so it makes them vague. <laughs> I get that. Um, but we're talking more about a, uh, you know, of a chemical, uh, issue as opposed to zoning. Yeah, I'm certainly not going to go across that bridge. <laughs> um, so this is, hey, I have a right to protect my being. If you use chemicals, you are not allowed to spray on me. That's basically what that states. Allie in Provincetown, you're on the air with Laura Kelly. What's your question for How are you doing? Laura? Good. Um, just a question for her. How can the public um, get you know, involved and um, help the cause? And, you know, this is a really sensitive issue here with kids, and especially the ground underneath us is sandy and everything gets into the aquifer. So it's really scary. Thank you, Allie. So you're wondering what the people can do to help? Is that it? Okay, so there's a couple different things. At this point, it just needs to pass the Assembly of Delegates. So depending on what town you live in, you have a representative, and I have a list of all 15, but you can find out your Assembly of Delegate from your town. Please contact them and tell them that you support the Bill of Rights or what your concerns are. So this is topic of conversation going on right now uh, until the 16th of March. And we really wish to ask citizens to get involved. And the best thing to do is to contact your assembly delegates and tell them the way that you feel about the situation. And to learn more about this, go to pocacapecod.org. That's P-O-C-C-A, capecod.org. Click on the, uh, it just says Bill of Rights. And it'll have tons of information, all the articles we've been in and radio shows. And uh, there's a calendar that'll show you when the meetings are coming up. So feel free to, you know, spread that around to get involved as well. And if and when it passes the Assembly of Delegates on the 16th and it goes into effect immediately. uh, I'm sorry, that's not true. Um, It goes on uh, in our world effect that we get absolutely everybody involved on the Cape. So we've got to understand what this really means um, because we're going to vote on them. It'll be on the ballot in November. And once it does get voted on and if approved, would come into effect immediately at that point. Gotcha. It's Jim Kane sitting in for Ed Lambert. By the way, my member of the Assembly of Delegates in Brewster is Edward Lewis. He has a voting percentage of 4.55%. Can you talk real quick? Again, about what you need this to pass by, Hmm. what the Assembly of Delegates needs to, uh, what percentage? Sure, yeah. So, you know, each town has a delegate, and each town's delegate has a percentage per vote. So let's say you just were saying Harwich. Brewster. Uh, I'm sorry, Brewster. Harwich is a great example, too. Edward Um, McManus. Edward McManus has 6%, and uh, Brewster uh, Lewis has 5%. 
Chatham is 3%, blah, blah, blah. So you can look this up probably online somewhere. I actually have the list on polkacapecod.org because I update it all the time. Um, But... It's not about percentage for, you know, you know, anybody else except that day, really. It comes down to needing to be 66% or more. We're hoping for a unanimous vote. Josh is on the line. We're going to take Josh real quick. And this is what, uh, before the interview ends at 10, I want to have Laura address a little bit. Uh, Josh from Yarmouth, you want to talk about uh, Eversource? Go ahead. You have a question for Laura Kelly. I do, Laura. I've got a quick question for you. Shoot. Um, so the talk of the pesticides and stuff, you want to have that controlled by by this bill here um, in the county. Who would be in charge of that? I mean, right now it's controlled by Mass Department of Agriculture as well as UMass Extension. So we have, you know, let's call it experts in the industry and doctors and scientists working on it. Who in Orangeville County that works for the government right now is qualified to do that? Thanks for the question, Josh. Well, it's not about appointing a position, okay? And it's not about stopping anything that's already going on. Like, you're right, MDAR, the Massachusetts Department of Agricultural Resources, is in charge of overseeing Eversource's spring here on Cape Cod in Barnstable County. We're not saying that changes. We're saying if there are problems, people getting hurt, um, you know, anything illegal with the way they spray, then with this Bill of Rights, we will have more legal standing. That's all we're saying. We're not talking about finances. We're not talking about enforcement. That was an enforcement question. We are, not, it's not changing anybody's jobs. It's giving we the people more strength when there are problems or things that we as people don't wish to have happen. That's it. It's kind of basic. You know, and it might be too basic, but it is a first step to the next step, which we haven't even defined. We don't know what it is. It hasn't even passed the assembly yet. It hasn't passed the ballot. So we can't talk about step two until step one actually happens. So please be a part of this in hopes to help it pass. Terrific. My guest is Laura Kelly from Protect Our Cape Cod Aquifer. I'm Jim Kane for Ed Lambert. We got a few minutes left. We'll check in with Walt Perkins to see what's happening in the WXDK newsroom and be right back with Laura Kelly. Jim Kane in for the vacationing Ed Lambert. It's News Radio 95 WXTK. My guest this morning is Laura Kelly. Hi, do you want to talk do you want to talk about polka at all before the interview is over? Uh we have throughout the whole thing. I'm good with that. I'd love to keep going with the uh, Bill of Rights. Okay. Yeah. What have we not covered? Well, I really want to state kind of what's going on around the country. CELDF is the school we went to, the CELDF.org, that taught us how to write rights, write laws, write ordinances, and give us more standing. So this is also going on around the country. Like 200 other counties and towns have put together things in writing, other ordinances, other home-based charters. And, um, you know, like Sedwick, Maine just did one. They unanimously passed an ordinance giving its citizens the right. It's about food. Produce, process, sell, purchase, consume. Basically, it includes everything. Like raw milk is legal there now, and they can locally slaughter meats. We can't do that here on Cape Cod. Mm. Milk, raw milk is totally illegal here. So it's really 
um, you know, amazing when a couple of people get together, <laughs> put their heads together and create something. You know, this is going to protect all of us. Uh, anybody that actually lives here or roams here. Um, so there's another place in Ohio that protects their community from fracking um, through a rights-based ordinance. And New Hampshire, they have drafted a community rights amendment that will help empower their people and local governments. So this is happening everywhere. It's new to us. Yes. I get it. <laughs> and so it's a little scary, maybe, what's going on. It sounds big. It's Right. Mm, it's, yeah, it major is big. Bill of Rights. It's, it's, geez, there you have it, you know, uh, the Constitution right there is what we're familiar with. But so. don't you think we have a right to develop sustainable energy resources here to determine by each oh, town? Oh, I'm absolutely. I'm a, I'm a big, uh, you know, self-determination guy. Yeah, of like having energy and self-sufficiency on that level. I mean, we've got to think about the fact that there is a lot of pushback going on. And so we're just trying to do a forward. All right. So what's the next step for your group uh, we continue to educate the assembly and to try to get this on the ballot. Okay. And that will be brought up by the assembly maybe at their next meeting? or Absolutely, yeah. Okay. As far as we understand at this point, we will be on the agenda. They will vote. There won't be any room for discussion. All discussion has been had. And so just stay tuned in local newspapers of what's going on. But okay, and WXDK? We'll be reporting. Of also. course you will. Yes, All right. sir. <laughs> My guest has been Laura Kelly this morning. The Barnstable County Bill of Rights proposed amendment to the Home Rule Charter is has been the topic. Laura, thank you so much for coming in this morning, hopefully clearing up some of the questions about the issue. Well, we have a responsibility to safeguard our natural resources, so the Barnesville County Bill of Rights will do that. Thank you. I had a great time. I'm glad you came in. It's Jim Kane, News Radio 95 WXTK. I'll be back tomorrow. Special guest from Brewster will be with me, and I'm here all week. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great day. Bye bye.